Hey everyone, welcome back to Keeping Up with the Chaldeans. I'm your host, Junior Bindu, along with my man, A.T., our co-host. And today we have two special guests to give us information on the census for 2020. Today we have Mayor Michael Taylor, which is from Sterling Heights, along with Stacy Bahri, who works with the foundation in Sterling Heights as well. The two have come together to bring awareness to our community along with the whole Sterling Heights community itself as to the importance of the census 2020 coming up April 1st. You guys, if you didn't know, which I wasn't even made aware of, Sterling Heights is the fourth largest city in the state of Michigan. And with the help of these two sitting here along with this video, we hope to possibly make it the third largest with, uh, with the state of Michigan. So today to introduce, we've got Mayor Michael Taylor along with Stacy. Good to have you both on. How are you? Good. Thank I'm, you for having us. Awesome. I'm, I'm great, Jared. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Good. Awesome. Well, if we want to get into letting the viewers know what the census 2020 is or a census in general and give some of the information available to them and how uh, we can help them to be able to get this information over to you. Sure thing. So I'm, I'm happy to start. Uh, the census is uh, constitutionally required. Mm -hmm. It's a, a count of every person in the country sure. and it happens every 10 years. So the last time it happened was in 2010 mm -hmm. and with it being 2020 this year, it's time for another census. And the census um, is going to be uh, Forms are sent out to every home, mm -hmm. and uh, we ask that every resident, everybody who lives in Sterling Heights or in Macomb County or in Oakland County, everybody who lives in the United States uh, is required under law to fill out this census and return it back. Sure. And we use that count, or I, I say we, but the, the federal government uses that information to apportion uh, federal representatives and state representatives, to apportion federal funding. There's hundreds of literally hundreds of billions of dollars at okay. stake. Wow. So it's a really important uh, thing for our community. And for each person that isn't counted, we lose about $1,800 per year in federal funding. So it's really important. It's important to, to make sure that we're represented at the state level and the federal level. It's important that we get that money to fix our roads, for nutrition programs, for job assistance and job training programs for programs that the Chaldean Community Foundation uh, relies on for, and for, our, for not just the Chaldean community, but for all communities in Michigan. Sure. So it's really vitally important that we get that, that those, uh, those people counted, get everybody counted, so we can secure that funding. Sure, so the form gets into the residents' hands. And at that point in time, what type of information are they supplying on this form that's needed for, for this program? Well, let me start, and then I want Stacy to jump in. Sure. So they're asking for very basic information. Okay. How many people live in the household, mm -hmm. uh, names, um, ages, what your sex is, things like that. Very sure. basic information. Uh, I want to dispel a misconception and a rumor. They're not going to be asking anything about citizenship. Okay. They're not going to be asking anything about immigration status. And sure. And so to be very clear, this is a count of everybody who lives here now, regardless of your immigration status, regardless of citizenship. Mm -hmm. And that information is not going to be gathered. It's not going to be shared with anybody. Sure. And once the uh, Census Bureau gets this, gets these forms back, mm -hmm. and we can talk about how they, they get filled out, they're not, a, they're not allowed to share them. It's a, okay. it's a felony to share that information with any other form of the government. So Stacy, why don't you jump in and talk about, you know, more in depth what, what information that 
they're looking for and and what people should know about that. Yeah, so to answer your question, mm -hmm. um, Junior, in regards to when households should expect to receive the census questionnaire, mm -hmm. um, the questionnaire will be mailed or a letter will be mailed to households, every household beginning Thursday, March 12th. Okay. Uh, so next week, and um, households should expect to receive this information between March 12th and March 20th. Okay. They will be prompted to um, fill out the questionnaire online. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the website is 2020census.gov. Um, and each household will receive a unique ID code um, okay. attached to that specific household, household that they will enter into the website when they log online. Sure. And with you being part of the foundation, you, you guys help out. Uh, primarily Chaldeans that, that is helped out of the foundation. There are going to be some that's, that need help. Um, a, a lot of them still are, are new to the, to the country itself. So is that something you guys are going to be able to provide for these people where they can come see you and, and get this assistance? Of course. So the Chaldean Community Foundation um, did receive a grant through the Community Foundation of Southeast Michigan to uh, raise awareness around the 2020 census. Um, and we're working hard on making sure that we're raising that awareness. We're educating the community on the importance of participation. Mm -hmm. We are opening up our computer lab to to anyone that may need help filling out the questionnaire or just needs access to a computer. Mm -hmm. um, our caseworkers have all been trained. Um, we had a representative from Macomb County come out and provide training to all of our caseworkers on what the census is so that they are fully prepared when they are receiving questions from the nice. individuals walking through our door so everyone is fully equipped nice. to provide that assistance. What's the, what's the letter going to say when they receive it, and is it going to give them instructions on signing online to input this information, or is it something that uh, they use a number two pencil and fill out and mail back? Uh, so initially, um, they will receive a postcard that will prompt them to go online and fill out the questionnaire. Okay. Um, if they don't respond to that, they will get another postcard in the mail, mm -hmm. um, again, reminding them, hey, fill out the, the census. Um, if at that point in time they haven't filled out the questionnaire, I believe they do get another um, letter in the mail prompting them to fill it out. Okay. Um, this, uh, this year for 2020, you'll also have an opportunity to actually complete the questionnaire via telephone. Oh, uh, wow. So if someone doesn't have access to a computer, mm -hmm. they're able to pick up the phone, dial the number that will be um, actually listed on the initial postcard that households will receive, and they'll be able to fill out the questionnaire via phone. Um, and also the questionnaire online as well as the telephone options will be available in 12 additional language languages besides English, one of them being Arabic. Okay. Wow. And the postcard is each will be mailed, each has a unique ID for that household. Yes. So anyone living in that house, aunts, uncles, cousins, whoever, is to be counted, right? Everyone living in that household should be counted. Okay. Uh, so regardless of age, mm -hmm. um, regardless of citizenship status, so mm -hmm. non-citizens as well as U.S. citizens, mm -hmm. everyone in the household must be counted. Okay. Gotcha. And, and let's say, for example, I, you know, I would need that assistance from the foundation to be able to get that into the city. 
is there, am I supposed to set up a time or do I just do this as a, as a walk-in right now for that time frame? What's, what's the uh, steps for that? Yeah, that's a great question. So the Chaldean Community Foundation does operate on a walk-in basis. Unfortunately, um, we do not operate by appointments. So okay. if someone is in need of any assistance, um, they're welcome to visit our office. Our hours of operation are um, Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. We do close to the public on Wednesdays at 12.30 p.m. Okay. And Talking about time-wise, you know, because a lot of people tend to live a busy life, or there could be the driving issues may, may not get to you, so they got to set some of that stuff up. Time-wise, they come to you, what is the time total to, to take out of their day to do this? Yeah, so we're being told that the questionnaire will take less than 10 minutes to complete. Oh, wow. There's nine questions. Um, it's really, um, you know, the information is uh, probably less information that you would provide for um, maybe creating a social media profile. Yeah. So very quick and easy and simple. Nice, nice. So that that's, that is that is a big thing because if you can make it that easy for people to get in and get out, you're making it that much more uh, available to them to, to be able to do this. And then when's the deadline that this stuff has to be all, be all in by, and when is the day that the actual census kicks in? Yeah. I'll, um... So uh, the, the census count date is April 1st. Okay. So it's coming up pretty quickly. Yes. Um, that's the official date for when you're supposed to say anybody who's living in the house, anybody that's here in the United States should mm -hmm. be counted as of April 1st. Mm -hmm. Um, we know that we're not going to get everybody counted by April 1st, uh, so it really continues rolling until we get everybody counted. Um, so if people think, well, I, all I got to do is avoid this by April 1st, they won't get me. As Stacy said, they're going to keep sending out postcards. Mm -hmm. Eventually, they're going to send out census workers to come knock on the door, okay. and they'll introduce themselves, say who they are and what they're there for, and encourage people to do that voluntarily. Um, so we, we want to get everybody counted as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, April 1st is the date, but that will continue even after, well into the summer sure. if, if need be. And uh, what we're going to be doing uh, from a city standpoint mm -hmm. is uh, the Census Bureau is actually going to be showing you what areas are responding and what the response rate is. So that they're not going to say whether this house responded or that house responded, but they break it down by census tracts. Sure. So it's like by by neighborhoods, we can say this is a neighborhood where we're not getting a really high response rate, mm -hmm. and the city's gonna gonna work with the Chaldean Community Foundation, yeah. work with the school districts, work with our other partners to encourage people in those hard to reach and hard to count areas sure. uh, to get out there and get counted. So, um, and another thing I want to mention too is that if you can't get to the Chaldean Community Foundation, yep. uh, we're going to be offering uh, assistance at the public library at the senior center. Great along with the Chaldean Community Foundation. So if you want to call 586-446-CITY, you can speak to somebody if you need assistance with uh, filling out your census form. That's great. So it's 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 only a benefit to a to a Sterling Heights resident to fill this census form out. It's it's a big plus. It's not this it's it's not a tax form. It's it's a, a benefit. Like like they should be they should want to do this, right? Yeah, there's going to be absolutely no negative consequences of right. filling out the census form, and really quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. Filling out the form, make sure that we have the representation that we deserve in Lansing and in Washington, D.C. Right, right now, important. It is. Right now in Sterling Heights, we have two state representatives, and we have two United States congressmen, one, one, one congressman, one congresswoman. Um, 
and I'm sorry, both are congressmen actually. Uh, but the, for now, for now, but no, the, I'm just kidding. but for, well, for <laughs> well, but we have two, and that's my yeah, point. Yeah. For now, we're we're predicted to lose one seat in Congress uh -huh. in Michigan, and we don't want that to happen in Sterling Heights. Right. And the other thing we've seen, it's very important. We know that there's what Stacy like. 30,000 Chaldeans potentially live in the city of Sterling Heights. Yeah. Just in the and, city alone, yeah. And we know there's very important issues that are affecting our Chaldean uh, community right. at a federal level. Correct. And having that federal representation, having two representatives in Sterling Heights, gives us double the uh, impact that a lot of other communities have. So we don't want to lose that. Right. And so the Chaldean community in Sterling Heights and in Metro Detroit beyond Sterling Heights can really show what kind of political force they have mm -hmm. by filling out the census and making sure that the representation stays where the people are. Sure. Um, so that's both in, in Lansing and in Washington, D.C. And it brings all this federal money to the state of Michigan and to Sterling Heights. And, and we could definitely use it. We do. We need it. <laughs> we need it for roads. We need it for, uh, for programs like job training. We need it for, um, for people who are in need, yeah. seniors. So there's there's a big need for that, and it's I really just encourage everybody to you know talk to somebody at the foundation, talk to your priest, talk to uh, somebody at your church. If mm -hmm. you don't believe me, talk to somebody you do trust, mm -hmm. and and we'll make sure to to to, to get you feeling comfortable. Because like I said, there's no downside to yeah, filling sure. out the census. And questions, any questions for for our people, they would call the Cal, uh, the, the Chaldean Foundation, right? They yeah. they can. They can call the Chaldean Community Foundation. Again, we do operate on a walk-in basis. We strongly encourage those individuals to come into our office. Mm -hmm. um, but it, to to add to that, Mayor Taylor, I think what Mayor Taylor is trying to say also is that really we as a community, as a Chaldean community, we really have the ability here to shape the future of our community. Sure. Yeah. Um, this data that's collected is really going to be um, divided amongst communities for mm -hmm. the next 10 years. Right, so it's right. very important that the data collected is accurate and you know we're working hard at making sure that we ensure an accurate count of the Chaldean community. Awesome. So this is a small little point but as a Chaldean how do you fill out the race question? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so as a Chaldean, we are advising the community to check off the box that reads white, uh, so the white category. But underneath that, it's very important that our community members are actually filling in the box underneath. So that could be Chaldean or Syriac or Assyrian, uh, whichever you would identify okay. with. Okay. Uh, that is going to be the most important part in order to ensure an accurate count of our communities, making sure that they fill that out. Why? What, what, what does that do? If we are not putting in uh, Chaldean or Assyrian or Syriac, mm -hmm. again, we go um, uncounted or uh, at least undercounted. Um, for example, in 2010, the Chaldean community was vastly undercounted. I believe the census reported somewhere between 40 to 50,000 Chaldeans in Southeast Michigan. Mm -hmm. The Chaldean Community Foundation, as well as the Chamber of Commerce and the University of Dearborn conducted an independent study a few 
few years back that counted nearly 160,000 Chaldeans in Southeast Michigan. Uh, a huge difference there. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that came from um, the confusion uh, of what to fill out, sure. um, how to fill out the race question, sure. what to check yeah. off. So that's why I stress the importance of making sure we're writing that well, in. So I, t I take that back. It's, it's not a little point. It's a huge yeah. point. Yeah. yeah, to yeah, be okay. able to. I like to add on to something and take it a step back, which makes it that much more important to what you guys are saying. You have over 130,000 people in the city of Sterling Heights. You're saying we're all... 130,000? Yeah, over 130,000 plus in the, oh, oh. In the city okay, yeah, yeah. in the city of Sterling Heights. Not just Chaldean. Not yeah, not just Chaldean. Right. No, but, but, but 30,000 Chaldean. That's my point. Okay. Okay. That's my point. Uh -huh. So they're a quarter of, of your population, per yeah. se, right? That's how much more important it is to be able to take that quarter segment and be able to have that influence into that because that influence, like you said, we are evolving. So stuff like student loan programs that you guys would offer can help some of our younger generation. It says that, that the census would give up. Stuff like even loans. I mean, we're, we're all evolving in business. It's, it's everything that we're changing and doing, whether we do it in Sterling Heights as a business or we just do it as a whole. But the mentality has definitely evolved and changed. We won't get that support if we don't get into filling this stuff out. We lose that. And from what I understood and read, it's not just a loss for the Chaldean community. It's a loss to the whole community as a whole. And it's not just a few bucks. It's hundreds of millions of dollars that are lost over that 10-year span. That is a lot. That is a lot to be able to give up. Because it's easy to sit back and complain, right? But... Why complain when you can actually do something by a 10-minute time span of filling a piece of paper out? So question is this. What's some of the stuff that the foundation has helped for our community? I have seen you guys in Chaldean News, but if you can tell them some of the stuff where they can find more information, whether it be your site and stuff, that way they know the importance of it. Yeah, so uh, the Chaldean Community Foundation has been working with the city of Sterling Heights. Um, they've been uh, a huge support and also a great partner um, to work with. We've translated some material um, in the Arabic language for our non-English speakers mm -hmm. to help them understand what the census means. Um, in addition to that, we're working closely with our churches, so we've engaged um, the diocese. They've been a huge help to us great. as well. Um, They've actually included our frequently asked questions sheet that we um, developed at the foundation on their website. It's also available on the Chaldean Community Foundation's website, which is chaldeanfoundation.org. Um, we're also on social media. The information that we've created about the census is available to view on all of our social outlets. We actually also have an e-newsletter that gets distributed bi-weekly. Um, um, and the census information is available there, as well as the Chaldean News, as you mentioned. Um, so we've had information about the census. I believe we started um, back in maybe October, um, including information about the census in every issue. And we'll continue to do that moving forward, um, just to remind people 
that the census questionnaire needs to be completed um, and that the deadline is fast approaching. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to that, we're working with uh, senior living homes, going out and providing information to our elderly in the community about the census and what it means. Um, we're also working with the county, our local school districts, um, and uh, we have an event coming up on Thursday, March 5th with the City of Sterling Heights. Mayor Taylor will be there. Um, we'll speak to our guests as well as Martin Mana, who's our um, pres the president of the foundation and the Chaldean American Chamber of Commerce. Um, and then we'll have a few others in attendance that will be speaking about the importance of the census. And that's uh, Thursday, March 5th at 6 p.m. at the Chaldean Community Foundation in Sterling Heights. And we strongly encourage anyone that's available to attend, anyone that might have questions, to really um, come by and, and join us. Awesome. Do you want to speak on the event? Well, what I want to say is if you can't make that event, Mm -hmm. Try to be there. But if you can't make that event, if you're watching this after the, uh, the event. event has happened, there's really no better opportunity if you're thinking about being engaged with the community, with sure. our city, you know, getting, getting more involved with the city mm -hmm. or with your community. Outside of just the Chaldean community, sure. there's no better opportunity than this census because we need help. We need volunteers who can help just spread the word, be ambassadors for mm -hmm. the census. Get out. Knock on doors, talk to your friends, talk to your family members, talk to people at church, talk to people wherever you see them. Uh, if this issue comes up, encourage them to, to be counted. It's, it's really a fantastic way, I think, to, to start engaging sure. our community more. We've been working hard in the city of Sterling Heights to try to find ways to bring more of our Chaldean residents into the fold, have them uh, volunteer for boards and commissions. Uh, serve on, you know, like the library board or something mm -hmm. like that so that mm -hmm. they can become uh, a bigger part of the community in an official way. Yeah. Uh, and so this is a great opportunity to get kind of involved in that, work with people that are uh, in the city already mm -hmm. and work for the city and work with our community partners. And uh, so I encourage people to get out to that event. We've got about 20 other events we're doing between now and middle of April. And we'll continue to do those events. Sure. And if, if somebody says, hey, we'd like to you know, hold a block party maybe at the church mm -hmm. or we'd like to do something in our neighborhood, I know the foundation will help. We'll help at, at the city level. Anything that we can do to get the word out, we're, we're happy to partner. That's awesome. And if you can uh, supply us with that, all those uh, events coming up, we'll be happy to put them onto Absolutely. this video and have the links on there so people are aware of what's coming up. Also, we'd like to thank you as a Chaldean community uh, because you came into being mayor in 2014. It was at the height of um, ISIS crisis that was going on and, um, you know, back home. So we had a lot. We're coming here and being accepted. You helped also uh, bridge the gap between the community and the Chaldean community because the foundation itself, I mean, it's now expanding. It's now on a larger mm -hmm. scale right now. So you, you, you are... To say you've got the community's back, but you've also got our back in, 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 in a way that we've got to see it and appreciate it. And we want to thank you for that. And definitely. You, yeah, we, we definitely want to give you that, that thank you. And in your experience, how have you, have you seen the Chaldean community grow in your community? And, you know, your what, city. Yeah, yeah. In, your, in your city. What, 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 what has it done for it as, as a whole? And the reason I want to say that is because for them to know your appreciation their appreciation back 
would be doing things like filling the census up and what have you. Yeah, so if we can just get an understanding point. about your relationship with the community as a whole. Sure thing, yeah. So so first of all, I want to say uh, thank you, and I appreciate the, your your kind words about uh, uh, my relationship with the Chaldean community. It's one. Of, it's been one of, if not the most important uh, things I've been trying to uh, cultivate since becoming sure. mayor uh, over five years ago is is to work closely with our Chaldean community. Uh, there really isn't another demographic as unique and as uh, important to our overall success as a city than the Chaldean community. Uh, the word I think of is pride. Uh, I'm incredibly proud to be the mayor of a city that's so diverse and has all of this culture sure. and all of this history. Uh, it, it really is something unique to the yep. city of Sterling Heights that when I go and talk to mayors throughout the entire country, First of all, they've never heard the word Chaldean before, yeah, many yeah. of them. Correct. And so they see our demographics and they say, oh, you're just 80-whatever uh, you know, percent white. And I say, you know what? You, <laughs> think you, again. You, you better come think visit. again. Come yeah. visit. Yeah. Come, come visit. Come, come drive down Ryan Road. Come, yeah. come drive and see some of the businesses that we have. So what I'd say, how, is it, how has it helped shape our community over the last you know, five to ten years? Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen a boom in, in Chaldean-owned businesses. Yep. Um, and restaurants and markets. Mm -hmm. uh, to give a shout out to Dream Market, I mean the, the work Dream. that they're doing Dream. is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, you know, we never, I never would have thought, ten years ago when I first got got involved with the city, mm -hmm. that we would have that kind of uh, rich diversity right there in such a such a. Uh, I don't want to call it a small area because yeah. the city is big, but I mean it's really it's really phenomenal and and it. You know, having that culture and having that, that diversity, that history, that mm -hmm. all that just makes our life better for for everybody in the community. Sure does. You know, when you can when you can go and, you know, get something unique from a market that mm -hmm. you know you you're not used to. Yeah. And I would say the same thing for the Chaldean community. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of other ethnicities. There's a lot of nationalities. There's right. a lot of culture and history outside the Chaldean community foundation. Outside of the Chaldean community in Sterling Heights, and when we all interact with each other. It just makes life so much better. Everybody wins. Yep. That's it. So we joked a little bit offline before we got started about yeah. uh, Chaldean Town and, you know, Seven Mile Woodward Corridor and uh, relocating it in Sterling Heights <clears throat> somewhere, and you had uh, a, a little bit of insight on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've talked to a lot, not, a, not joking at all, I've talked <laughs> to many business owners mm -hmm. in Sterling Heights and that are in the Chaldean community mm -hmm. about what do we do? We already, we already know that, you know, if you say, like, let's pick an area and call it, you know, Chinatown. Well, if yep. there's not any Chinese residents that live there, <laughs> yep. you know, it's, it's, it's not, not going to happen, Chinatown. right? It's already happened organically. Like sure. along Ryan Road, 15 miles, 16 miles, this area is already where Chaldeans feel comfortable living, mm -hmm. opening a business. Uh, that's where the Chaldean Community Foundation is. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we need to do more as a city to officially make that mm. a designated area, a neighborhood, with its own identity, because it already has sure. it. Sure. And I, so I'm open to ideas of how do we bring that out from just the businesses, bring it out into the public spaces, you know, make our roadways, signage, yeah. you know. Uh, we can do a whole lot to uh, show that uh, we have an appreciation for the Chaldean community and make it an official, you know, I'm sure I'm going to... You heard it here first, I'm guys. Sure, I'm going sure to ring off the hook. <laughs> like, Charge your phone. <laughs> I know I'm going to mispronounce it. I apologize, but it's a little to creep. Turkef, little Turkef. Yep. You know that's an idea that a couple people have told me about. 
hey, I'm all for it. And whatever we can do to make it a, a reality. Yep, we got it right here. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll take this and we'll make it. <laughs> so it, it needs right. to be a little more inclusive. So Tilkev is a, is a small village and the Chaldean community spans sure. larger than that. So not to, so Tilkip and Naya are not the only Chaldeans in the in the in the city of Sterling Heights. So we're gonna we'll we'll, we'll name it something okay. that, 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 yeah, unifies, well, that unifies. Well, it I know the the Chaldeans who are from that area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. the ones who have gotten to gotcha, me. But, yeah. but whatever we can do, I mean, and it's like I said, it's not. I don't want it to be the city dictating. I want it to be organic. Right. What the community thinks of that area. How can we brand it? And make sure that people know that this the, is important to the to, to not just Sterling Heights, really the entire Metro Detroit area. The perfect place to start the ball rolling is at the, at the foundation. Absolutely, Kellyan Foundation. Well, for no, sure. I think even before that, we got to get to Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> you look up Chaldean, or you look up you know Seven and Woodward on Google Maps, it pops up as Chaldean Town. Well, we've pretty much moved our way out. We've mm -hmm. now you know changed and evolved again and. It's primarily to where you guys are at, so mm -hmm. we'd have to get that move first, and then we, I, I would I would really move on this before this city of West Bloomfield, or the mayor of West Bloomfield, tries to 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 get it done there before it happens in Sterling Heights. So well, Sterling can, Heights is where it belongs. I yeah. can tell you there there's a little uh, tension, the east west <laughs> tension, right? Oh, yeah. And we want to know, we want everybody to know yeah. that the east side is the the, the real. East side is, is the, yeah, the east side is the perfect place for yeah, it. Him and I come from this side of town and stuff, and we always back and forth say we love the culture from there. They hold on to it dearly. It's, much more than we do. Yeah, much more than side. we do. Like. They speak Sudeth a lot more than you know we do. Sudeth is our language, mm -hmm. so they speak it more than we do, and they keep traditions. I love it. When I go there, we eat what you consider meat pie, tahrathas. Like it's like some of the best. Killers. Like you know, I can go back to. So I agree mm -hmm. with you. It, that is the hub. The population is heavy over there. Yeah. And we gotta make. We gotta put our our, our feet to the ground and make sure everybody puts their information down on the census, census because it yeah. means nothing if we're just talking about what we have there but i think the, the 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 government and everybody else needs to know who is there what is there and how much of it is there so we we are going to help you we're going to push this we're going to make sure we get this out there would there be anything you can give as an input to them that would help besides the influences you've already spoken of what else can we give them to know that that how really important besides you know just the 1800 and all that and all the stuff the importance of it, even as their identity? Well, I'll go back to my point earlier. I, I really think, um, Junior, that as a community, we really have the ability to shape the future of the mm -hmm. Chaldean community. Yep. Um, so I'll stress that again and the importance of really completing the questionnaire. And again, um, most people probably provide more information when they're completing a social media profile right. than they would <laughs> um, yep. filling out the census. And really, it is uh, merely just a count of every single person than living in the United States. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Anything uh, either of you want to add before we close it out? Yeah, just to, to follow up on that, this is a real opportunity for every person living in the United States uh, to put their feet in the ground and say, I belong yep. to be here, yep. I am here, yep. and this is how I'm going to prove it. Yep. And, and so that's your opportunity. That's really your opportunity to say, this is my country too. Uh, whether you're here, whether you've been here for a week, or 
50 years. Sure. You know, we want you to know that you feel welcome, that you're you're uh, part of our community. Mm -hmm. And in order for us, as as Stacy said, you got to make sure you fill that out and, yep. and, and say, but now we're not going to get that information. We're not going to say like, oh, that house is a Chaldean over there. Oh, mm -hmm. that house is right. that right. Polish people it, in it. That information is not going to be shared with the city. Sure. Except for the number. That's all we're going to see. And we're going to say, you know what? This we know that this community is around 25 percent Chaldean. Sure. We want to see it proven. We want to see it in writing. We don't want to just keep saying it anymore. Right. And and the Chaldean community should know that too, because that means that's your your political power, your sure. political might, and and your influence as a community is going to be that much more important if it's in writing. So don't miss out on this opportunity. It only comes once every ten years. I mean, you know, I know I yeah. know Chaldeans are a religious people. Yeah. I mean, the story of Christ's birth was a census. Sure. Right. The story, you know, so that's how important it is. It was it was part of the story of Christ's birth. Let's make sure that we treat it with the same importance here in 2020. Beautiful. Sure. Well, you heard it, ladies and gentlemen. The, the, the gentleman needs your help. Mayor. We all need, need your yeah, help. Yeah, we all need your help. Stacy works hard on this through the foundation. I'd like to give um, uh, a shout out to... Um, to Melanie that works at the board of directors with you. Um, she was the one who reached out and helped helped us out a lot with this. So we, we don't want to discredit her for what she did behind the scenes as well. Your chief of police has reached out to us. You know, we had one of your officers from the city, a lieutenant, on our episodes mm -hmm. here too. So we, just to let people know how you guys are rooted with our community. Huge. Yep. So it's not just the census. It has gone beyond it. And you guys have reached out in all departments to say, how can we work with you guys to work with us? So at the end of the day, we're not going unnoticed, and that's sure. what we want you guys to know. By the census, it's going to make you that much more noticed at the end of the day in your own community, in your own backyard. And hell, who wouldn't want good, clean roads? I mean, look at Hall Road. They're working on it every week. You know what I'm saying? Expanding that that you know ability to get more and more. So, again, we, we give you a, a bunch of thanks many times over, Anthony and myself. Um, Anything before we close out? Just any, any last words from anything that we have? Well, I just want to ask a oh, question. Yeah. Uh, so what does it mean to you to be Chaldean? Uh, so what it means to me to be Chaldean is, um, I, I would say one word comes to mind, um, proud. Mm -hmm. Proud to be a Chaldean American. Um, proud to be a part of um, such a vibrant community, a close-knit community. Um, and, yeah. Okay. And so... Mayor, what does it mean to you to be the adopted son of the Chaldean community? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if they've adopted me quite yet, but, but I, I, you know, I said the same thing earlier, pride. It's really, it, it's that um, I've worked hard to, to gain credibility with the Chaldean community yeah. to make sure that everyone uh, knows that I haven't had that experience. You know, I didn't grow up in Iraq and I didn't grow up with, uh, with Chaldean parents like mm -hmm. the, the people of my generation. Uh, but I'm working hard on their behalf, and I'm doing everything I can to learn uh, what the Chaldean experience in Sterling Heights is like mm -hmm. so that we can deliver uh, services to them. Um, and, you know, the, the reality is I get in this job to go out and meet a lot of people from a lot of places, and rarely do I find communities that are so, like Stacy said, so family-oriented, so so close-knit people that have each other's back mm -hmm. you know and it's like a family and yeah. so it's really uh i don't know any other city 
uh, the size of Sterling Heights that has a population where maybe 30,000 people, it's all cousin, it's all brother, yeah. it's all friend, it's all, sure. it's all family. Yeah. And so we're, we're really lucky in Sterling Heights to have that. I'm lucky to be able to serve uh, such an incredible community and population. Oh, we awesome. appreciate awesome. your service. We appreciate you. Yep. We thank you for being our part of our community. Yep. So. My pleasure. In closing, just make sure you guys get that filled out. You'll see this beto- between March 12th and the 20th in the mail. You've got multiple avenues. Even if you can't get to them, you've got myself, Anthony. You can reach out to the, us, and we'll still give you a hand as where to go and what to do. So make sure you guys get that filled out and taken care of. Uh, make sure you, you subscribe to our show and be able to follow anything like this that can make you aware of what goes on even within your own community. We thank you, Mayor. We thank you, Stacy, Anthony, and myself. Till next time, keeping up with the Chaldeans. We'll see you. Census 2020.